Hope FM, faith-filled radio. Well, today is World Leprosy Day and I'm joined by Chris Strata, who is the regional manager for uh, the Leprosy uh, Mission. Good morning to you, Chris. Good morning, Blair. So, big day uh, today. Now, obviously, we've all been preoccupied with COVID, but leprosy, of course, is a disease which, of course, must be old, far older in terms of its origins than anything that we have experienced with, with COVID. How prevalent is it in the world today? Sure, yes. Leprosy is a lot more prevalent in the world today than people often realise. Uh, every year there are over 200,000 new cases of leprosy being diagnosed. Um, so it's very much a, a 21st century disease of poverty. And we know of about... Um, 10 million people minimum who are affected by leprosy around the world. And so we, we think actually that's probably the, the tip of the iceberg, really. Sadly, there are probably many more who are hidden because of the stigma and fear that still surround leprosy today. Now, of course, today is really great news because uh, you can announce uh, a wonderful partnership uh, with the government, the Unconditional Appeal. Do you want to just tell us wh- what that is and, and what the good news is? Absolutely, yes. Um, So this good news is that from today, from some of the 24th of January to the 24th of April, um, all gifts made to the unconditional appeal are being matched by the UK government um, to have double the impact, which is so exciting. Um, This unconditional appeal particularly is about bringing lasting change for people affected by leprosy in Mozambique. It's about shining a light on the reality of leprosy today. It's about increasing access to treatment for people affected by leprosy and therefore creating a real a real sea change in attitude um, through being able to train people from health workers through to religious leaders to traditional healers to, to take the cure for leprosy, to take education and to, to transform lives. Now, of all the countries in the world, why Mozambique? It, has there been a, a particular uh, challenge there? Yes, I mean, Mozambique is a particularly tough country in which to live. Um, It's actually the the seventh most deprived country in the world, statistically. Um, About a third of the population uh, faces malnourishment, which is really sad. And and actually, particularly for people affected by leprosy in Mozambique, uh, life is a challenge because there are not many uh, health posts or health centres available for people with leprosy. And that's partly why we're so passionate about producing these buildings called hubs, community hubs, where people can learn about leprosy and we can take the cure for leprosy out from there. Um, And so Mozambique, people would often have to travel um, over an hour um, to be able just to get any kind of health support. So for us to have these hubs where we can get the help to them um, would mean so much. Now, I heard that there were over, I think there was one doctor to, to 50 traditional healers in uh, in Mozambique. The traditional healers, I suppose that they can sometimes not be so helpful, but sort of trying to do the right thing, but maybe not doing it in the wrong way. Will this make a big difference to that? Sure. I mean, what we're so passionate about, as you say, is being able to educate people well. And traditional healers, as you say, will try to do what they can. Um, but if they don't have the knowledge about the cure for leprosy and they're not able to give that multi-drug therapy and they're not able to break down the stigma that surrounds the disease, um, then, of course, it's harder to have lasting change. And so that's why being able to, to educate and also teach people about the, the truth behind the health of leprosy, that it is this bacterial infection that affects people. It's not something 
that people need to fear and that if people get the help early, um, then there's no need to face a future of discrimination and disability. So we want to work with these traditional healers and, and educate them well and try to help that change to flow out of these hubs. Now, you mentioned there about, about setting up the community hubs and will, will all sorts of people like health workers and the traditional healers and, and volunteers and so on, will they all feed and work together in these hubs? Absolutely, that's what we'd long to see. I mean, the, the idea of these hubs is that there are special health camps that can take place within them. So communities where often literacy levels sadly are quite low. People can learn about leprosy through traditional song and dance and drama and learn in that memorable way to pass that knowledge on. Um, but it's also a place where, as well as health workers, where people like farmers can come and, and learn how to protect their crops from extreme weather. Um, and so it's, it's very broad in the way that we're trying to reach out and transform lives. We know that leprosy um, also affects people who sadly don't have good access to clean drinking water or don't understand the importance of, of good sanitation. And so being able to teach about things like that and about nutrition um, are also really important to us. So we hope that, that many people of a range of backgrounds can come to these hubs, can get educated and trained, and then can take that knowledge out um, to find people in even more rural areas in Mozambique. Now, obviously, all of this happens because of the strategy, and you've developed all sorts of strategies in order to eradicate leprosy in, in other countries. How long do you reckon it will it will take to make a real difference in Mozambique? Mm, I'd love to be able to give a, How a long direct is a piece of string. Is it? <laughs> exactly. Yes. And um, sadly, it's so hard to know. And a part of the reason for that is is the stigma that I've mentioned. You know, we'd love someone to be able to get the cure for leprosy, to go back to their village and say, look, I've been cured. No reason to be afraid of this disease anymore. But we know that sadly, when ideas are ingrained within a society, it can take a long time for us to see that change. Um, and physically too, leprosy um, can stay as a bacteria in the body for up to about 29 years in rare cases before people have symptoms. It's, it's therefore very different from a viral infection like COVID that shows within 10 to 14 days at most. So actually, it's it's so important for us to be aware of that, that leprosy can live a long time. And that's why we want to, to find people with leprosy as quickly as we can in Mozambique and, and to know that if we can improve their living conditions as well, we can get people in water, we can break those chains of leprosy. And that's what we saw in the UK. You know, 200 years ago, we had leprosy here. Thanks to drinking water and sanitation, things have, have improved so dramatically and we don't have indigenous leprosy anymore. And so we, we'd long to see that happen. But to, to put a, a date on it, I'm afraid is quite tricky, <laughs> but we do everything we can. That's why we're, we're saying it's unconditional. We want our, our love to pass on that love of Jesus that's unconditional. Well, the one, that's what inspires us. The one thing that we can put a date on, of course, is this wonderful window of opportunity to give, which, of course, begins today and it goes right until the 24th of April. So every single gift that the Leprosy Mission receives will be matched by the government. So what sort of response are you, are you hoping for? How can people best help? Mm, absolutely. I mean, if people are looking to help and they'd like to know the difference you can make, it costs £24 to find and cure a person of leprosy. And so within this period, it's so exciting that a gift of £24 actually cures two people, um, which is really wonderful. Um, these community hubs that I've mentioned, um, for the for in order to build one of those, to staff it, equip it for a year, um, 
is a gift of £5,000 doubled to, to £10,000 by the government. And so we, we love for people in their families, friends, local churches and groups to come together and think, what things can we do together um, to make a difference? Perhaps there are different things people would love to do to, to raise support and to raise awareness. And so we'd love to be able to build 30 of these community hubs around Mozambique. And we know that would bring such lasting change. So, Chris, how do people access a bit more information about the unconditional appeal? And, and better still, how do they, how do they give to it? Mm, sure, thank you. The best ways to do this is to go online. Um, you can go to unconditionalappeal.org.uk and you can find all the information you need and you can give on that website. Uh, for those who would, would prefer to, to give by phone, you can also call 017-33-370-505. And uh, you can also find more information on our own website too, leprosymission.org.uk. Chris, thank you so much for joining me on the air today and we wish you every blessing as you as you battle with Mozambique, uh, uh, helped uh, by the government in this case, and I wish you every success with the appeal. Thank you, Blair. God bless you. You're listening to Community Now on Hope FM with Keith Jones Bookshop, serving the community for over 50 years. Visit keithjones.co.uk.